from Atlanta, Georgia. Welcome to Fearfully and Wonderfully Me, a podcast for women on leadership and life skills with Rhea Story. Rhea shares powerful life and leadership principles, helping you maximize your potential and become the woman God created you to be. Welcome to Fearfully and Wonderfully Me, a podcast designed to help you become the leader you are destined to be. I'm super excited about today's episode because I have a special guest and my friend, Tanya Telesco. Um, Tanya is a speaker, an author, and a human behavior expert, and she is dedicated to helping women find their voice so they can change their world. Um, She's the co-founder, along with her husband, Tom, of Telesco Leadership Group, and she also is a member of the teaching faculty for the John Maxwell team. She's a John John Maxwell certified trainer. She's a DISC certified master trainer, and she has incredible expertise in leadership development and relationship development. So, um, Tanya, I'm so excited to have you. (laughs) Welcome. Thank you, Rhea. It's an absolute pleasure and joy to be here. Appreciate you inviting me. Oh, I'm glad to, glad to have you here. Now, I've I've read you have two books actually. You've um, published author, and you have two books. And I've read Walking Off Your Map: Seven Keys to an Extraordinary Life. But I have not read the other book. So tell me about that one because I think you and your husband Tom um, co-wrote it. Is that right? Yes, we sure did. And that one is called Be the Exception: Seventy Nine Keys to a build stronger lives and relationships and you know that book is a little bit different Rhea because you know there were two things when I was reinventing my life uh, that I really two significant principles was number one to live differently I was going to have to think differently and number two that I was only going to be as good as the questions that I asked myself and so that little book helps you to do both And so, you know, there's a lot of people out there that aren't big readers to sit down and see a 15-page chapter (laughs) can be a little overwhelming. And so, you know, you can actually take one or two pages a day and just have insights into your potential and your growth and get encouragement. But it also asks questions and it helps you maybe uncover some things that you weren't aware of before. So, yes, I love that little book. I love it. The power of of something small and and effective. Well, tell us a little bit about you. I mean, kind of that I I shared uh, your bio with our listeners, but I've known you and your husband, Tom, for, gosh, several, several years. But share with everyone Mm -hmm. um, kind of a little bit about you guys and and your journey. Sure. Um, Oh, goodness. Trying to put it in a nutshell. Tom and I, (laughs) we... uh, we met, um, oh gosh, it's been like five, we've been married for over two years, but I had never been married, and uh, I was just really on an intentional journey with the Lord, and mm-hmm. it, I hadn't dated in like 10 years, and there was a certification that I actually um, I had already been certified in this, but I was introduced to a man, and somebody said that he had a certification, and I just felt so compelled to attend that and so I did it was only about 10 people and Tom was a business consultant for him Dr. Rung with Personality Insights and long story short um, it was actually during that time that the Lord had spoken to my heart and he said Tanya I don't want you to consider dating um, for like the next 12 months 
And I was like three months into that journey with him, just to draw closer to him. And Rhea, I walked in there, and there was this good-looking guy sitting next to this man in back. (laughs) (laughs) He's kind of cute, but it was all business, and we were all business. And um, I I so was protective about my time with the Lord of even entertaining that. But as we got to know each other, um, it it was all this professional conversation. And then we kind of got to know each other on the side, and that's another story. But... And he was living in Vegas. I was here in Texas. And we just really struck up a neat relationship um, at a heart level that was over the phone. And then one thing led to another. So that was just, um, it's, it's probably one of those stories that go on the Hallmark Channel. <laughs> and finding my prince um, and Tom, it was so neat because he proposed on stage at John Maxwell in front of like. I guess 3,500 people. And I love to share that story because, I mean, you know, whether it's to meet that special someone or to start a business or just, you know, an uncovered dream in your heart that they just have no expiration date. And so um, that was the beginning of our journey and then starting our leadership company together. Um, That's just that piece that we have to let the leadership where we do, um, you know, a lot of consulting and training together. And Tom is, he's an, he's the coach's coach. I mean, he is just this one-on-one guy uh, that is just able to pull out the goals in people like nothing I've ever seen in my life. But Rhea, I am not that girl. <laughs> and so I'm not that coach, but I tell you what, so my passion um, and what the Lord has really had me focus on especially in the last 12 months, is uh, really helping to empower women through speaking. Um, I love speaking and creating resources like you do. And the cry of my heart is to really provoke women to discover and live out their creative value. And um, I just don't think there's anything in this life that gives me more joy than inviting women into their destiny and answering those two most important questions of their life. And that is, who are you and why are you here? And yeah. um, be- because when you get clarity on those two things, that's when you become brave and, and courageous and just unstoppable doing what God called you to do. So, yeah. Mm-hmm. I love that's that. That's it in a nutshell. A nutshell. <laughs> <laughs> I love that. It's powerful. Um, you know, I read your book walking off your map um and i did i went back and i looked at it again this morning um and i didn't realize it's been several years since you wrote that book and um, i was just flipping back through this morning and a section caught my eye i loved it the first time but it just really spoke to me this morning um and i think it's on page 58 where you talk about um and you know your subtitle of the book is seven keys to an extraordinary life and key number three is You've got to be a termite. <laughs> I just oh. love that. So talk about what it means to be a termite, because that was definitely something you don't hear a lot in the personal growth space. Yes. Um, oh, my goodness. And, you know, I, I share that a lot because I really believe, I, I don't believe that people necessarily don't feel, fulfill their dreams and the call in their life because they don't work hard enough. But sometimes, Rhea, people don't, they don't understand what real tenacity looks like. Um, 
how do I say it? And I have to say, especially a, a lot of entrepreneurs. I mean, Tom and I see so many entrepreneurs that they start out with this deep set passion and, and a vision, but they're not, they don't really understand the long game. And they don't understand that to be able to finish strong, there's going to have to be a whole lot of pivots. And so understanding the principle of to be a termite is just about building that long-term tenacity of understanding the power of process. And I think John Maxwell um, shares that a lot. You know, that law, what is it? The law of consistency um, mm. is that it's not about the big events and the big conferences and the big wins that you have every once in a while. It's like, you show me your daily agenda and I'll show you where you're headed. So to me, this law has probably been the most prevalent in my life of understanding that, yes, I have to give myself permission to fail a whole lot and learn from those, but I also, it's just one bite at a time. I mean, you know, what I say is a termite doesn't devour a two by four in one big bite. It's <laughs> millions of little bites at a time. And so I think when we can really understand that and grasp it, we can not only just enjoy the journey, but we're gonna we're gonna accomplish and fulfill the goal the call of God on our life because we have that tenacity and the perseverance of doing those things every day that um and I'm not just talking about being busy but being fruitful. But doing those mm. things and put our, our hands to the plow of the things that matter. And um, it's funny, we, we say this, all, and I'm trying not to say it as often, but Rhea, do you ever, I mean, have you ever figured out that when you go to do a project or do anything that it takes longer than you think? <laughs> <laughs> Every time. <laughs> Me too! It's like, okay, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to get this book done or this devotional or whatever. I'm going to be done in, in four months and it takes three years. <laughs> <laughs> but oh, so, yeah so anyway um yeah but I think so one of my true. favorite quotes that that John Maxwell shares, shares is that nobody drifts to the top of their mountain and and I just so believe mm. in the power of tenacity so yeah I love that uh you're absolutely right though whether it's laundry that I don't want to do or any big pro you know it's just we tend to overestimate Oh, how quickly something, you know, we can get it done. And then I think that's where the discipline comes in. You know, when you've got a big dream or goal or vision for yourself is there are going to be times when you're not going to feel like doing it. And, oh, my goodness. you know, yeah. that's where we've just got to buckle down and say, no, this is why I'm doing this. And mm -hmm. I've got, if I want to reap the harvest, I've got to invest in, in sowing mm -hmm. the seeds, so to speak. And um, with time, they will grow. It might take a long time. It might take longer um, than we think, but it, it, it does happen with consistency. Uh, I love that. Mm -hmm. um, you know, you talked a, a little bit in the book, too, um, about um, the character traits and, and the kind of a, being a champion, I guess. And um, mm -hmm. let me flip over to, I think it's on page 74, you talked about talking about the law of process and then mm -hmm. page 72 you talked about champions don't become champions in the ring and it's kind of the same thing that you're saying there is that you know the champion under the lights is 
is what we see, but we don't see the hours and hours and hours that went oh. into getting there. Yes. Yes. And you know, um, this isn't in this book, but it just so goes along with it, Rhea, is that that's why to me it is so important for you to really define um, what your purpose is through understanding your your personality and your gifts and so forth. I mean, there are just so many, I see so many women, um, you know what, so much of the world. I mean, mm-hmm. people are, are doing things and they have picked up careers um, because they want to be noticed or they want to be successful. And they do all kinds of things to be discovered and yet they're unfulfilled and they're just so frustrated internally because it's like something's missing, something's, something's just not right here. And what people don't understand is that the world isn't looking for them. The world mm. is looking for your gift. And mm. it's our like gift that. that needs to be manifested and it's our gift that needs to be developed and really, until you understand what your gifts are through understanding your passions and so forth, are you going to have the tenacity to step in the ring to do the things that you need to do to work hard and pers- and get bloodied up because you're living out of your gift? And I just think there is such a, um, a level of fortitude that comes when you know that you're doing what you're built for. And, um, you know, it just... It just doesn't work well to try to to try to live out somebody else's dream or try to be what your parents wanted you to be or somebody else wanted you to be. You really mm. need to define, discover what you are here for and how you're called to show up. So, um, and I think that you know that's how we can become termites and that's how we can step into that ring is when we know that we are doing exactly what we were built to do. So, yeah, mm, I love that. So you touched on a minute ago um, about, you know, as you started learning some of the principles of relationships and the mm-hmm. DISC um, format and things like that, how has that changed um, your uh, awareness of your gifts and your strengths? And how mm-hmm. has that played out in your, I mean, because I know you and Tom are a little bit like me and Mac, you know, we live mm-hmm. and work together and you guys do the same thing. You know, you have the leadership mm-hmm. consulting together so but I know that Mac and I are completely different people and (laughs) and I bet that you and Tom are completely different in some ways and I talk to talk about you know as you've learned some of these principles how's that changed your recognition of your strengths and how has that played out in doing life and business together oh my goodness there's just so many parts of that and a little backstory Rhea it was almost 17 years ago and um I was staying with my parents before moving to Colorado Springs and uh, my sister was going through a horrible divorce and she ended up moving in with her and her her five children and so we had nine of us living under a not so large roof like a can of packaging. Girl, Girl, I'm telling you, it it can get that messy. And it was during that time that we were taking a course, and it was the first time we were introduced to the dismodel of human behavior. Mm-hmm. And I tell you what, it was just like hitting the Texas lottery. 
because for the and we've been in ministry and everything all our lives it wasn't that we didn't love each other and love god but it's like holy cow there's just so many different <laughs> aspects going on under this roof and for the first time in our lives through disc we not only had an understanding of who we were but of each other and i tell you what for the first time in my parents 35 years of marriage and ministry did they move from a place of toleration to celebration because they knew how to breathe life into each other's needs and so i've always called this my personal development leadership program <laughs> because i truly believe ria i mean if you can learn a new principle implement it and have success with the ones that you love and that drive you the craziest that you can achieve greatness anywhere i mean marketplace or whatever that might be and um tom and i um and it is true opposites attract but opposites attack and they're the mm. people that you love the most i mean truly love but they're also going to be the ones that you struggle with the most because you don't sure. understand them and so it was really neat because that was um you know helping and that's part of i truly believe that your personality is connected to your purpose there's absolutely no way around it and god wired you with certain attributes attributes and strengths and everything but the thing is if you marry someone that's just like you or even work with people who are just like you then you're not only going to double up on your strengths but you're going to double up on your weaknesses and mm-hmm. so because Tom and I understand each other um he covers all my blind spots Rhea it's incredible and if there was one thing that I want women or people to understand and I teach this a lot is that up to 90% of the conflicts that you're having in any relationship whether it be at work um or with a spouse or with a client is not understanding their focus or they task or relationship focus and task focused people move mountains through accomplishments and relationship focused people like Tom move mountains through relationships but where that conflict comes in is that so many times relationship focused people think that task focused people are mean and task focused mm-hmm. people think that relationship focused people um are lazy and it's not true they just do things very differently and so um understanding those dynamics you know not just with each other but also understanding through this what fuels you what are your greatest fears what are those things um that are going to wake up and give you um passion and drive and are completely different for all the four personality styles and yes we're absolutely a blend of all of them that's what makes us fearfully and wonderfully made just like you mm-hmm. said but <laughs> if you don't understand them and don't walk awareness in them it's going to be real hard to fit your arms around a lot of different things in your life so huge game changer transformational in my life definitely mm-hmm. so you're passionate about it and i can hear that and i wonder this is just kind of a, a sidebar but mm-hmm. something you said um sparked this thought um i'm a, i'm a more of a task focused person and i've oh, known that about too. myself for a long time but i recognize that in myself 
It's almost like for a long time I based my sense of self-worth based on what I achieved because yeah. I'm oriented toward getting things done. I'm a list person. I, you know, satisfaction is checking off that list. But I find that I can almost take that too far. And um, I bet that, you know, that, that can be a struggle certainly for me, but maybe for other people is that we can't get lost in just accomplishing things for the sake of doing things. Um, yeah, because being productive is not necessarily staying busy, or staying busy is not necessarily being productive. Um, mm-hmm. it's, it's and and you speak to that a little bit in your book too. Is you know it's mm-hmm. not enough just to be busy, but are we actually being effective in life? That's right, and fruitful. And if there was anybody that has watched, um, you know, the overuse of our strength is our greatest weakness. And Rhea, I'm actually doubly happy focus I mean it's funny when you're in private you're kind of one thing and when you kind of go out into the world you're something else and so I Mm -hmm. I go into a lot of the relational side when I step out of the house Um, Mm -hmm. but internally I just get so much pleasure from getting accomplishments and results and things like that but because I didn't understand that oh my gosh I I spent years pursuing jobs and careers you know, that were outwardly very successful, but I miss a boatload. I'm talking, it's embarrassing to say, but it's true. Years of memories were created without me and my family because I Mm. chose success over significance, you know, and success was something I was doing for myself, as you know, and significance is what we do for others. Mm -hmm. And because I was so internally driven and so found myself in checking off that list and getting stuff done, Rhea, I was missing out on life. And Mm. it was terrible. I mean, but I didn't know what I didn't know because it was my internal normal. And, Mm -hmm. you know, I loved my family and we had great times together. And, but I was Martha, you know, the story of Martha and Mary. (laughs) I was, I was, I was like, why aren't my sisters and my friends helping me? Jesus, tell them to get to work, you know? And right, and, and it was like, girl, I was the one that he had to say, you are missing out on the one thing. And there's nothing more important than relationships. Everything else is details. So having that balance and that shift in my life is so what I want for women because they're, and men, because there are so many of us that are task oriented but when we become human doings over human beings, things get out of kilter. And people, um, people in our lives pay the price for that. So, yeah. Mm, that's so true. Um, sometimes we are. And, you know, I, I talk about all the time that, um, and you and I, and, or you and Tom, um, obviously are, are pretty high, big John Maxwell fans, too. And, you know, John Maxwell talks mm-hmm. about leadership as influence. And when you think about that, it really comes down to influences based on relationships. And so that's why it's so critical for us to learn how to be effective at that because it increases our influence uh, with the people around us, not just at work, but at home, um, with our parents, with our kids, with our spouses. And life just gets better when we learn, you know, it's just increasing our level of awareness. Um, mm-hmm. relative mm-hmm. to how these principles work. Oh, and you know, it's funny because the way that 
the Lord wired me and made me and my gift truly was leadership. But because I was so focused on getting stuff done that I wasn't leading well. And I remember one day he was like, Tanya, I need you to live out loud. I need you to do some certain things that are outside of your bubble for the world to see and to be a part of. And I'm kind of like, okay, I'm outgoing, but at the same time, I'm a very private person. (laughs) (laughs) And I realized that 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 was selfishness and that I wasn't sharing my gift. And um, Mm -hmm. I had walked a lot of things out and had, you know, had success, a lot of, of course, more failures, but lots of successes. And it's like, okay, now it's time for you to go to another level and to share that. And so, you know, that's part of um, manifesting, I think, our gifts to the world is that it's not just for us. And Mm. we're not going to be fulfilled unless we show up how God has called us to show up. So, and you Mm. know, Rhea, I think whether you're tasked or relationship, I, I think so many people, and I see a lot of women being overwhelmed because they're underpurposed. And if you understand this, your personality and certain things, and you get clarity on your purpose, it just makes life so much better because you know what you're called to. And you're not called to a million different things and a million different people. You are called to to a certain group at a certain time for such a time as this. And if you're trying to wear too many hats and accomplish too many things because you like to check off lists or because you want to be with your friends every time, you're going to miss the boat. So it's Mm. really that balance, I think. Absolutely. Less can be more sometimes. Yes. Yes. Yeah, definitely. Definitely. Now you have, um, I know you've got kind of the leadership side of of your business, and then you also Mm -hmm. do some speaking with your mom. Yeah, yeah. Tell us about that because I know you mentioned it last time you and I um, met, and that's been—I don't know—it's been a while because you guys are in Texas and we're in Georgia. But um, tell tell me about that and update me on that. Yeah. So we worked hard about a year, and actually, when we all get to leave our homes, (laughs) (laughs) so we're actually meeting twice a week. But mom and I have launched a ministry called Your Second Act the one you were Mm -hmm. born for. And this is about helping women reinvent their lives to fulfill their purpose. And so through speaking and retreats um, and things like that, we help women um, just inspire them to walk into their creative value. And so that's the course, um, you know, what I'm finding just in this age too is that That's why I'm working on this course for women because, you know, there's a lot of times they can't attend an event or come to Texas or wherever we're at. And Mm -hmm. so we walk them, um, you know, say if we have a three-day retreat, um, we'll walk them through four parts um, of the framework. And that is, first of all, that first part is like identity and self-awareness. And that's really understanding who you are as a child of God and as a daughter of the King. And until women really understand his thoughts and his passion toward them, um, are they going to really be able to annihilate the shame and the past or whatever they've been through 
um, to walk into their future. So we walk them through, you know, it's just laying that framework area of identity. And that's where we also use the assessment, you know, the DISC, uh, the spiritual gifts. Rhea, they say that like 87% of the people on the planet don't know their gifts. Mm. And that's, that's astounding to me. Had, had, did you know it was that high? No, it, it, oh. it's sad that, that so many of us, and I think, you know, it's a journey, you know, to di- kind mm-hmm. of discover what we're, what we're gifted at, where we're strong at, what we're called to. But I think a lot of us just aren't intentional about yes. speaking that out. And, you know, yeah. I know for years, like I thought success was, was good, but I thought to, you know, reach mm-hmm. my potential in life, I'd need to go to college and get another degree and get a good job and, and a good career. And, and those things are, are good, but, mm-hmm. you know, there was like a whole level that I was not aware of um, in terms of just realizing that those things really didn't, like, you know, material things don't bring us joy uh-uh. in life. And uh, so I think a lot of us just, we don't either don't know or we're just, we get to a place where we're coasting and we're comfortable and it's work, you know, you know, it, it is, is work, work to go through and, and, you know, reconcile with what you're called to do and where you're strong at, where you're not strong at, because that's important too. And it takes, mm-hmm. you know, self-development and, you know, consistency and all of those things. And they're not always fun or glamorous. They're not, they're not. And that's, you know... I went through decades, I mean, like I said, of just walking in the dark. And I know that, I mean, I love, I knew that the Lord had a call in my life when I was a little girl. I hit the lottery when it came to parents and a husband. I mean, it couldn't have been a better setup, but I didn't know how to connect the dots. And mm-hmm. I didn't know how to uncover some things that were right in front of my face because n- nobody showed me. And, you know, that was part of really that journey of personal growth and development was very eye-opening for me when I understood that I could take 100% of responsibility of where I wanted my life to go. And Ooh, so uh, that, that was so huge. good. <laughs> well, it was a game changer for me. And you nailed it earlier when you said, you know, we don't, that was another huge, uh, one of my mentors wrote a book many years ago about harnessing your emotions. And Rhea, there are so many people who let their emotions dictate their choices, Mm. daily decisions. And I'm like, oh my gosh, when I found out that my emotions were lying to me most of the time and that I could override them at the, I mean, in a heartbeat Mm. and go decide to do something even though I didn't feel like it. And then I experienced my emotions, my emotions change because I did something different. It was like getting a superpower. (laughs) (laughs) Wow, but, that is powerful, though. That is so, it's so powerful when we recognize that because then it's freedom, mm-hmm. you know. Then it's like, so freedom. We, yeah. we are human and we have emotions, but I think it's Andy Stanley that said our feelings are terrible leaders. You know, they don't oh, serve I us well. That. Yes, I love that. Ooh, I need to write that down. <laughs> what do you, emotions says, are terrible leaders. And, yes. And you know, a lot of times we bake, we make emo, we bake, we make decisions based on those emotions, 
And mm-hmm. it's not the greatest decision. It's not the one that's going to serve us in being our best self. You know, it's, mm-hmm. it, it just gets us in trouble so much yeah. of the time. And so realizing that, that we don't have to be a victim to those emotions is just mm-hmm. freedom. Because everything around us doesn't have to decide if we have a bad day. Uh-huh. That's exactly right. You know, over... And, and at the same time, knowing that God has emotions and he gave us emotions because they're the spice of life and joy mm. and all those things that, you know, when a, a new baby's being born or, or rooting for a football team or celebrating something. And they're just one of the greatest gifts that we have in this world. But like you said, they're not to dictate us. And I think one of the areas that helped me over the years is I've kept a gratitude journal for Oh my goodness, over 20 years. And everything, I call it my God Kiss journal. And every no, I day, love that. I have done, and I'm like, I'm, I'm going to have to write one of these for women because <clears throat> it was, I think it's been transformational in my life because it has cultivated such a heart of gratitude and thanksgiving. Um, and you know, Rhea, it may be something as small as a butterfly in the backyard. Or it may mm-hmm. be landing a big business deal, or it may be just hearing the Lord share something very specifically and special to me. But I write those down every single day, and it just sets my heart in motion for positive emotions the rest of the day because I'm looking, my radar's on, I'm looking for the good things to happen, and I walk in expectation because there's so much to be grateful for. So. Mm. I think that's a huge Absolutely. part to help of emotions. Yeah, an attitude of gratitude. You know, we talk about it. It's kind of a cliche, but it it is just so powerful mm-hmm. when we stop to appreciate and focus on the positive mm-hmm. instead of the negative. And uh, yeah, changes our perspective. It is. It's powerful. Tanya, mm-hmm. you've got you've just shared so many great nuggets, and and uh, I thank you for that. I'm grateful for your time today and we could literally talk all day long. I know. I know you've got other things to do and and um so tell everyone how they can get in touch with you what's the best way to connect with you how they can find your book oh absolutely love to um actually would love to share I have got um and we didn't even touch on this Rhea but I do want to make it available I've got okay. a free download um one of the, the key factors that was a turning point in my life was really understanding um, is my genuine passion. And I didn't know there were different kinds of passion. And so it, this piece really helped me get definition and clarity on my purpose and my calling. Um, because if you don't understand the different kinds of passions, you can waste time and get frustrated and confused. And so I have a short download that also gives a free assessment to help you identify your genuine passion. What really lights your fire and the people that you're called to. So that is available on my website at www.tanyatelesco.com. And they can just sign up for it right now. Um, also, my books are available on the website in the store, uh, tanyatelesco.com, if they're interested in those. So, yeah. Oh, that's awesome. Um, yeah, and, and in fact, I got your download uh, just this morning because I was, you know, I was totally stalking you before our call because I wanted to make sure oh, I good. was prepared. But, <laughs> um, but, you know, I think, that, like you said, the power of 
of just going through and asking ourselves some of those questions. Mm-hmm. And it doesn't mean we'll solve it immediately or, you know, walk away instantly transformed, but it's the process, you know, it's that self-reflection and self-awareness and personal growth. That's why I'm I'm such an advocate. I'm like, I don't care if you read a book or listen to a podcast or watch a TEDx talk, Mm -hmm. but just grow somehow every day because that's, Mm -hmm. you, you, you get a little nugget out of this book or you get a little piece of information Mm -hmm. or understanding and it just helps you think differently and mm-hmm. that helps drive who and what you do. And it's just so powerful. Well, Tanya, thank you so much. I really appreciate your time. I know you are super, super busy. And sounds like you've got a lot of good stuff going on. And you've got a big project in the works um, with your course and all of that. So super grateful for your time. Thank you so much. Oh, Rhea, thank you so much. And thank you for what you do. I tell you what, it's, it's so neat to meet a sister in another state. <laughs> <laughs> I think we were were born with, with the same passions and desires, and um, it's just so awesome to lock arms with you. So thank you for your time. I appreciate that. Oh, absolutely. Take care. And for my listeners, until next time. Start increasing your influence and maximizing your potential with Rhea's audiobooks. Available at audible.com, amazon.com, and iBooks. Please visit RiaStory.com to learn about Ria's books, resources, speaking, and training programs. Thanks for listening.